0: Listening to the podcast advertising playbook, your resource to better understand and execute successful podcast ad campaigns. Hello, and welcome to the podcast advertising playbook. I'm your host, Heather Osgood. And today you've got me a solo episode. So, a couple of weeks ago, I made a post on LinkedIn and it got just a ton of comments and engagement. And actually, one of the comments was, Hey, can you direct me? to a podcast episode that addresses this topic. And while I know I have talked about this particular topic several times, I haven't ever created a whole episode about it. So today we are going to be talking about why size doesn't always matter when it comes to audiences. So the post that I made was that I really felt like one of the myths in podcasting is that you have to have A huge audience to get advertisers. And that isn't necessarily always the case. So let's dive into this topic and kind of really just set the stage for what it is like to understand your audience. Now, I will start by saying size does matter. You do need to have a listening base in order to get results. But it's also really important to understand the motivations behind the campaign. Right now, we do have a lot of direct response advertisers that are in the space. So because they are direct response advertisers, they are looking to get specific conversions. Now, you may have an advertiser that is not looking for that, that that is not their goal. One of the commenters said that they had a very tiny podcast but they were able to get a contract with Unilever. Now, my guess is that with a Unilever contract on a tiny podcast, they really were looking to make that branding connection between the podcast and the brand. Now, this commenter also said that they had interviewed people like Oprah Winfrey and Sarah Blakely and some big names, right? So what the brand is looking for in a case like this isn't necessarily how many gadgets did I sell from this ad? They're looking for that partnership. They're looking for the I guess appearance out there in the world that they're aligning with content that they can get behind. So it doesn't necessarily matter that the audience is tiny because the goal of the campaign isn't centered around the types of results that they are looking to create. So it's important to understand that all advertising campaigns have specific KPIs. All advertising campaigns are created for a reason, right? There's not a company out there, at least not very many, (laughs) who want to say like, hey, here's a whole bunch of money. Let me just throw it at you. And I don't really care what happens to that, right? Especially when we're talking about bigger organizations, they're very calculated in the things that they do when it comes to advertising. There's a reason that they're making those decisions and they're expecting some sort of an outcome. And those outcomes can can vary, as I just mentioned, right? It could be that they're looking to sell gadgets. It could be that they're looking to align with content that they feel like supports their brand or conveys a certain message to their audience. It could just be that they want more brand awareness, period. Now, if we're looking at brand awareness, though, we probably are looking at a bit of a bigger audience, right? Because I want to have enough people know about the product that I'm talking about. So why is a tiny audience, or shall I say a smaller audience, sometimes better than a bigger audience? Those are really the things that I want to talk about today. And the first one that I want to bring up is that if you are reaching a podcast with a smaller audience, chances are it's a more engaged audience. So when we look at podcasts that are huge, they have, you know, obviously hundreds of thousands, millions of people listening to these podcasts. And people are there because often there's a superstar attraction to that podcast. They're there because the information is. Very readily available, right? If I'm looking for maybe content and I want to see a a speaker, maybe I'm going to find that speaker on Joe Rogan because he's got a million people on his show, right? So there's just more publicity around that podcast. So more people are going to find that podcast. That doesn't necessarily mean that each of those people is super dedicated to the show. When you have a smaller podcast, People are there because they really want that content, right? Now, I'm sure we've all had those listening experiences where we start playing a podcast and we're like, not for me, right? You can tell it's smaller because the production quality is really poor. You can tell that it's smaller because the content just isn't well designed. It's not well executed. And yeah, people aren't going to hang around. And really, that audience probably is very small because the content that's being created really isn't warranting any sort of listenership. But then you have podcasts where the audiences are super dedicated, and they're there because they really like the person. They're there because they really like that host. Potentially, that host is going through a period of life that they can share. Maybe they have common interests. Maybe they have a common sense of humor. Maybe they just really love the stories that this host is telling. So there's this piece that is getting that person there. I also think that when we're looking at smaller niche audiences, they can be talking to a really just specific group of people, right, within a specific industry. If you're going to you know, start a podcast and it's directed toward dentists, that's a very specific audience. And it doesn't have to be a huge audience. Number one, to get results for the advertiser, but number two, just to be a, a strong force. You know, I was talking to a podcaster the other day who specifically created a show for photographers looking to really build a photography business that's not a huge audience, right? There's not tons and tons of people out there. But this podcaster was able to get really nice ad buys because different photography companies were sponsoring her show because they were trying to sell products to photographers, right? That's a very specific niche audience. And people are there for a very specific reason. And that leads to a very high level of engagement. Now, I haven't talked about this in a while, and I want to bring it back up because I'm so excited, you guys. Next week's episode is with Rob Greenlee. I just finished recording it, and we talk all about YouTube, so please make sure you check it out because it's really a great episode. And we talk in that episode about intentionality of podcast listening, and I haven't, like I said, mentioned this on the podcast in a while, and I want to bring it back up again because... On average, people listen to 80% of a podcast episode. The average length of a podcast is like 40 minutes. So when we look at how much content someone is actually consuming on a podcast, it is so much higher than in other forms of media. When we look at YouTube, when we look at social media, God help us all, Reels are going to kill and have killed our attention span, right? They're just these snapshots of information that are coming at us so quickly. There isn't that level of engagement with that type of content. So when you've got an engaged audience, that speaks volumes because that person is there with so much intentionality. They're there because they want to be. You are listening to this podcast right now because You want to listen to it, right? There's 4 million other shows you could be listening to, but you're here listening to me talk about podcast advertising because it's a topic that is near and dear to your heart or something that you want to learn about. So you're here with so much intentionality, and that's why it's important. The other thing that I think we really have to look at with these shows is that there is less ad clutter, right? Some of these big shows have so much ad clutter. And I know that that's a topic that is being brought up more in the space. And I really do believe that it would be great for us to come up with some sort of metric, right? I know at True Native Media, we've come up with our own metric, but if you've got a certain number of minutes of the show, those minutes should only be represented by X number of minutes of ads, right? I know when I was in newspaper, We were very strict about that, right? You wanted your editorial to advertising content to be evened out. You didn't want to have a whole newspaper just full of ads. It had to have editorial content. And the editorial content had to much outweigh the advertising content for it to feel like a real publication. And I think podcasters really need to think about that when they are creating podcasts, that if you take a 30-minute show and you put in... 15 minutes of ads, right? Or even 10 minutes of ads. That's a lot of ad to content ratio, and that's going to turn your audience off. There's only so many ads that a person can sit through, even if they're great ad reads, right? Even if they're engaging and interesting, when you get to, you know, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth ad, people are just not going to be attention. And when we talk about these larger podcasts, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, they are really stuffing their shows with ads. So when you look at that more targeted, that more niche, that more engaged, that more intentional audience, it also often comes along with less ad clutter. So I think that that's really important for us to look at. The other thing that I want to point out is that having worked with many podcasters over the years When I work with someone who has never done ad reads before, there is an eagerness in them, number one, to monetize their show and to make money as a podcaster. But number two, there's an eagerness to do the ad read. There's excitement about the products that they receive. They really want to do the ad reads. And I think we've all listened to those ads where you're like, Is this host just phoning this in today? Do they even want to do this ad read? Do they even like this product? Because it sure doesn't seem like they like it, right? They just do some really awful ad reads sometimes. I'm not trying to say they all do. There's also some amazing ad reads out there by very famous podcasters, very famous comedians, very famous people just in general um, who have huge audiences, right? But I will say that Oftentimes, that smaller podcaster is excited for that brand. They're excited for that ad. They want the campaign to succeed. And there can be so much power in that. So really, I just think that we need to think about all of these elements in podcasting. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning, you do have to have an audience of some size, right, or else you're not going to be able to reach enough people to make it make sense. I know when I first started, um, gosh, this has been now so many years ago, um, but when I first started, I worked with a podcaster that had 500 downloads an episode and it didn't work. Nobody wanted to buy her show. It was just too small because the audience was too small. And we also have to look at, you know, if the advertiser is looking specifically for a direct response from their campaign, they need to know that they're going to reach enough people to really make a return on their investment, right? They need to know that they're going to reach enough people that they can convert at some level. And if the audience is too small, then it might be too small. I typically use the number that 1,000 downloads per episode is a really good number to look at, right? If you're getting that, and I would even say 1,000 downloads a month if you're doing dynamic ad insertion probably a bit on the small side. I would say 5,000 downloads a month is probably a better place to start. But, you know, if you're getting some traction and if you've got an audience that's about that size, usually that's the time when it's okay to say, hey, like, let's invest in that show. Hey, let's try to sell ads on the podcast because we have enough general mass to make sense. But you don't have to have a massive show when you have so much intentionality behind it, because ultimately everything that we're trying to do in podcasting is about human connection. It's about me communicating something to you that you want to hear, that you're eager and excited to hear about. And in that process with marketing, with advertising, we have this ability to add another layer into that content to help promote a brand. And ultimately, that's what it all boils down to. And how can we make those connections? And do we have to make those connections on mega shows? And the answer is no, we don't have to make those connections on mega shows. And oftentimes, the connections can be stronger on smaller shows. So I hope that this episode has been educational for you. If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, go on over and check it out. You can listen to the podcast on YouTube music. You can also watch the videos on YouTube, but please head on over and check that out. Thanks for listening. Don't forget about Rob Greenlee next week. Make sure you check out that episode and I will catch you again next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Podcast to Advertising Playbook, your source to a better understanding of the podcast to advertising industry.